You know when you order a new video game, or a golf club, or a blender, and then it arrives at your door, you get a little thrill. Imagine how much more thrilling it is when you order a new car. With Nissan at home, you can shop for the perfect ride and order it without ever having to go anywhere. Sure beats a golf club or a blender. Buy a new car entirely online with Nissan at home. Deliver direct from dealer to driveway. Thrill starts here. Services may vary at participating dealers subject to applicable law. See dealer for details. <laughs> what up, what up, what up? Welcome to the block. It's your girl, Red. I'm back. I got my uh, my brother and my sisters on the block. Say what up. Oh, my God. If you, Keisha, please. 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 For, mm, mm. See, y'all already see how this episode about to go. Keisha, can you, can you? Right. Oh, my God. Like, I can't, like, the monitor, you gotta, you know. Hello. God damn. All right, so, you, yeah, okay, so this is how this is gonna go. Okay, Tony is my, the oldest of the three of us. Keisha is the middle, and I am the baby. Uh, see how this goes so now that you you know heard how the start is tony says you know he actually gives me energy can you give me hola that's that middle shit i mean i didn't know it was a party i just spoke to the people but you gotta be matter of fact bring the bring the mic closer like yes hello how are you we're fine keisha how are you wonderful splendid (laughs) well you know it took us a minute it took me like an hour to uh finally get this shit set up because i got a new interface and you know how macbooks are and yada 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 all that bullshit so we'll make this episode as about as entertaining as it's going to be um i want to talk about um you know some of our best childhood memories um things that we like things that we hate you know that you your first fondest memory um also we'll talk about like you know mom dad situation will pretty you know try to compare and try to you know contrast the two to kind of see you know what as as adults what have we picked up from them like like have we noticed like with okay with mama we noticed like she's like super ocd like she'll she's always cleaning up something she's always moving something so i know for me like living up me and keisha live together and we've been together for like five years I said been together like we've been dating. We've been together for five years. Well, we've been like all our lives, you jackass. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going there because this is this shows that we're siblings. What? Remember it. Write it down. Take a picture. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) We'll talk about that, and we'll talk about um, how we see each other. Um, not on some, you know, deep rooted shit like, yeah, you know, you a narcissist, you know what I'm saying? Yo, like not on nothing like that, but just something that, you know, we noticed about one another that we're like, oh, that, you know, that's dope, like to see as an adult. So I'll, I'll start with you, Tone, since you're the oldest. So like, what's one of your like best childhood memories? Wingfield Lane. I recall some uh, some times playing in the basement. I think it was uh, me, Brandon, and Barry <laughs> used to play this game in my granny's basement. To, if you know my granny, her, my, her basement had cement floors all through the basement. 
can put them little thin ass little carpets to lay over top of it just to, you know. Just so you have something soft enough. to walk on. But it, but. Wasn't, it wasn't enough. So we used to play games where we used to, and the ceiling was low. <laughs> so we used to play games where we would catapult each, each other. For, uh, so one of, like, I would sit on my cousin Barry's feet. God rest his soul. Barry. Rest in peace. He would catapult me up into the ceiling. <laughs> the ceiling was so low that we was constantly would be hitting the ceiling. And Granny would take the broom and hit the ground and tell us to stop making all that damn noise. Or the how about our steps? The steps. Granny steps are infamous to where if you came over there, you have failed. Damn. Everybody gets ate by the steps. I'm still trying to figure out how Brandy and I think it was Ebony fell behind the washer and dryer. Like, that's a hard-ass fall because, okay, it's it's a, like a half wall on the left side. And then on the right side, it's like a rail, but it ain't, it's it's really not a big rail at all. Like, the rail will make you, like, everyone had, like, it's almost like the house had to break you in that way. Like, if you didn't fall up or down the steps, then the house didn't break you in. Like, the house didn't give a fuck about you. I think you did. Young boy hurt. Hurt. Balls just bow, nigga. Curb my fucking ball. Some of the best memories because that was the time that family would all we would all get together or members that we haven't seen in a while when they come in town. You know I'm saying we all get together. So that's some of the best memories because we was always together. We was always breaking bread, getting to talk and just cut up and just be with each other. That was probably by far some of the best memories I can really recall growing up. Definitely. I agree. Case, what you got? Hello, you all. It's the middle child. How are you guys? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, as I sit back and recall, uh, look, at, if I'm I, kidding. As I could, kidding. for as far but as I could I remember. remember, like as far as with me, Tony, and Erica, is when mm. my mama would go to work, we would find everything, every comforter, every pillow. Whatever we could find soft and line our steps, and then we would come sliding down on our Oh, this shit was lit. And we would do it over and over again until, right until we probably heard. There's been times we've cut it real close, and she's been putting a key in the door. Like. And everybody's trying to hurry up and put their stuff up before we got our ass whooped. And she didn't have a clue. She like never That's knew. one ass whooping we missed. Like, that's she the one she did not pick up on. Now, that was with me and Erica. Man. There was times where the house was cold. <laughs> and <laughs> me and Erica took every jacket out of the closet and covered up under all these coats to go to bed because we was cold. And my mom, the way the house was set up, a shotgun house, and she would come up them little back steps real quiet because me and Erica was upstairs. That's where our room was. And she came up there one night, and we, our room always stayed fucked up. Always. Always. It, it, toys everywhere, toys, clothes, clothes shit everywhere. We just had shit everywhere all the time. So she came up there, 
and she saw we had taken all them coats out of that closet and dusted us. She made us get naked and uh-huh. lay on them coats and whooped our ass and, and told us put ass. the coats up and clean this clean this shit up now. And go to bed or for me. When the Jackson family all American movie That's came, that was gonna be mine. And I was yeah. sitting on the floor and I we you know, you have those tall chest drawers and your TV sit on top and I was rocking it back and forth with my feet and I knocked the fucking TV. Knock I'm talking floor. about boom. That's all you heard. I mean, if you name it, we <laughs> used to get into it about a lot, but it wasn't always trouble. Like like Tony said, oh my grandmother's house was probably you know, my granny didn't play that. If once you went outside for the day, you were outside. If you came back in, your ass was in, and you was probably cleaning something up. You cleaning so up and you cooking. So we would figure some stuff out outside to do, and didn't miss being in the house at all, and would stay until the lights came on. I'm talking about way after. To go back in, but the food I missed the, you know, with the church situation, we could go up there to the gym, and you know, Tony was on the basketball team and. For the church, and we would watch that. And we had rites of passage. I mean, we it didn't even have to have anything going on at church. You would just go up there just because your friends were there. Yep. So that was fun being at my grandmother's house because more of our friends lived closer that way yep. than we were with our mom. But those are some of my memories. Y'all took some of mine. Damn. <laughs> Damn, niggas. Damn. <laughs> I gotta think of something else. No, like I remember that I do remember that Jackson Five uh, ass whooping. Like that's definitely like one with a bullet. Cause she came up at some motherfucking calm, and she said, "Y'all got one hour to clean this shit up." <laughs> and I said, "We was like, oh shit." So we did. I mean, we had that motherfucker immaculate. You know what I'm saying? You eat off the carpet. And then she came up there with, and I, we was thinking the room's so clean. You know what I'm saying? She ain't gonna whoop our ass. So we did a really good job. Wrong. She had that W.T. Johnson black leather belt that I will never forget. And she sat on the edge of the bed and she slung it over her thigh. She did her speech like she would do every time. And then it's who's going first. Nigga, who ain't nobody volunteering to get their ass busted first? Girl, watch out. Either y'all do it, I'm going to choose. You choose. I mean, shit, I'm not stepping up oh, I got one. to get the ass busted. When, uh, we was cooking and they made those mashed potatoes and I accidentally... <laughs> It was like cookies and cream. It was like cookies and cream ice cream. It was one Thanksgiving that Keisha. Yeah, some, I, I it was mean, like I the top one on tight. And that thing went. It was. I mean, it, it did look like cookies and cream. And you know how David was. He was. He was laughing. Hey, I'm Keish. What is this? Occasion mashed potatoes. Like, that nigga would serve. That's my memory. And it's, it, it ain't, I mean, it has something to do with y'all, but it doesn't. But one of my favorite memories growing up was, was David. Because I met David when I was 10 in the fifth grade and until, you know, his untimely passing. So he was pretty much the father figure. That's why I call him Pops. And I would, you know, I had a gaming system because Tony had a gaming system. I, I want to do everything Tony do. So I had my shit, and I would come home from being somewhere prior to church, and he'd be sitting on my bed playing the game. Getting, I'm talking about all the old school, Dr. J. He won't play with the old niggas. He don't play with no current rosters. It's all Wilt Chamberlain. I'm like, nigga, it's old-ass niggas. Like, <laughs> you know there's some young, talented ball players like in this era that you can, you know, get down with. And... Like, and with him, just the music being all loud, like, you hear him before, you you know, you even see him. That I love that about him. And his, like, his sense of humor, he was very funny. 
a very funny guy. Um, I also miss, you know, being down at Granny's house and, you know, helping her clean. She calls us, uh, she calls the girls smart girls. Now, I didn't get a chance to ask her if she was being condescending <laughs> or if she was really just trying to, like, I don't think so either. I'm, I'm going to go with that. That makes me feel better. Instead of being like, you know, you smart dumb girls when y'all dumb ass niggas. Yeah. Right. Cause she every time it was never and you know, looking back, I got mad because I'm like, Tony there, Jeff there, Mike there, Ty, Uncle Carl, Little Carl, all these niggas is there. And she one of you smart girls, damn my nigga, like, come on, fam. Like these niggas can get up and do something. Like, come on. But I did, you know, I missed that. Um yeah, like the 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 weekends with our cousins, being in the in the TV room and and watching movies, watching Friday and Juice all the time, inter, interchangeable. Like just take the take that tape out, put it in, put Juice back in, put Friday in. Like it, ordering videos off the box and then lying and saying it was Lil Carl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we would call up to B ninety six. And uh, I, I told you, I always been a DJ. I knew it. And I would call up there like, can y'all play Destiny's Child? Oh, some I forgot. No, it was Get on the Bus. Yeah, can y'all play Destiny's Child, Get on the Bus? So when it dropped, I had my, my blank tape was ready. And so I was pressing. I hit it perfectly. And I remember one time I called it before the commercial. I said, nigga, I'm the shit. Nigga, fuck y'all niggas, bro. Like, y'all couldn't. Like, that was a big accomplishment back in the day. If you could cut off the commercial before, like, catching all that shit. Nigga, you was the man. Like, you could sell that motherfucker if you wanted to. Like, that was the original mixtape. And laughing in the TV room. And Granny be yelling from her room, stop all that damn griggling. And then we laughed at that. <laughs> and then uh, when John John kept, kept saying, uh, shove ho. <laughs> everybody. Everybody. But the crazy thing is, like, our Granny, like, so John has, um, what is it? Yeah. And so, like, his whole life, he was born that way. But my granny didn't play that shit. Like, she didn't play disrespect from nobody. She don't care nothing about your mental health, illness, none of that shit. And so he said that one time, and all you heard was clap, clap, clap. <laughs> Lay your ass down. I don't play that shit. Like, it's so Like, just go say it anyway. You remember when Trayvon uh, first came when he was small? Like, I think it was from London. And um, he was mimicking. And Granny was like, bad Trayvon, if you ever hear this fucking episode, you were bad as fuck. Oh my, like, bad. Every fucking body always has something to say. So he was messing with Granny. She said, stop, boy, I'm whoop your ass. He said, no, I'm whoop your ass. And again, you heard the clap, clap, clap. Yeah, nigga, you can clap the fuck up, nigga. Yes. Oh my god, you are a tyrant. Oh my god. I can't wait for you to have a kid so you can get that back full fledged nigga. You deserve that shit. I can't wait to hear the conversation. This little motherfucker Yup, yup, that's what your ass get. Yup. Cause we witnessed all that shit. Your ass was bad as fuck. But yeah, we would just, you know, play play Barbies, you know, we outside, we made up our own games, we ain't wanna be in the house. Nigga, we was everywhere. Plant Carabao was the shit. Like, for real. Yeah. You didn't have the internet. We couldn't go on. We couldn't. You had, might have a video game system, but you can't get online and play with your friends. No. On the way, we used to go and play. 
is you take his memory card from your PlayStation <laughs> and you go over your homeboy's crib. Mm-hmm. And y'all don't get on the game together and sit down and play the game right next to each other. We ain't have none of that, so we had to go outside and make our fun, go into the park, ride the bus, and a lot of the things that we grew up and did, you know what I'm saying, it really helped the motors because you can't do a lot of this stuff mm-hmm. nowadays. Nah. You, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't let my child ride the bus by herself. Nah. I used to catch the tarp all over the city. Yeah. I had to. Yep. I caught the tarp yeah. my whole seventh grade year because I wasn't sitting. I got tired of going down to Clarksdale, getting on the motherfucking bus, sitting three to the seat, sitting, you know, standing up, driving, riding all the way out to fucking Middletown. And I'm like, I'm tired. I was late every day. I didn't give a fuck. I was like, I'm not doing that shit. Like, it was it was crazy to think, like, what were we so mad about at 6 in the morning that we wanted to fight? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's early, my nigga. Why are we mad? Like, why are we want to fight each other? Just, just because, like, this shit was nuts oh, to me. I remember, I told me talking about <clears throat> rituals at Granny's house, uh, something else that, I mean, I did it, and there's other people who have done it, but our parents sometimes would leave the keys in cars and we would end up oh yeah the yeah <laughs> the whole all the whole the whole family run out Several try to catch the uh the van in the cars playing with the cars yes and have backed them the raven did it like i think yeah. yeah we did it a couple times yeah it was it was way kids it was way easier to move a car back in the day than it is now let me tell you yeah, like that shit was like it happened like so many times. It wasn't like a one time thing, like, oh, it's an accident. Like it happened like three times, like at least. Yeah, several people have done it. That's because like they didn't, they just wanted us out of their face. So they was like, we would ask for the car keys and shit. They heard, they just talking. I'm like, you ain't thinking to yourself, why the fuck you need keys to my car for? Like, what are you doing? I want to listen to the radio. You ain't thinking, like, these. My, this is a kid. They're going to start the whole car up. There's no such thing as, like, turn it idle. Oh, the lights can't. Like, no, nigga, ain't nobody thinking about that shit. It's like, mama cut the car on, so I'm going to cut the car all the way on, too, type shit. Yeah, like, that, that happened way too often. <laughs> Or what about the time that um, Granny was joking on Al when oh, he had the uh, the all white linen on with the white sandals? Boy, you couldn't tell that nigga he was not the freshest one on the block. And he came up, he was like, hey, Miss hey, J. He was like, she said, you got socks on? And she said, no, ma'am, it's my feet. I hear it was David. <laughs> Them, on. Yeah, I don't know why you got them black socks on. Miss Jada, my feet. It's my feet, nigga. Be wearing this white linen. Like, he he thought he was the smoothest nigga ever. And Granny just brought him all the way down to size, bro. Like, kill his whole ego out, man. Damn, I thought I was doing something. Might want to go home and break his white up. Might, he might want to throw him something else. Yeah. <laughs> That's why uh, Granny didn't, and also our Granny, she she believed that uh, black people's feet was heavy, so they killed grass, so she ain't like them walking in her yard. Craziest shit ever, boy. Y'all, y'all, no, y'all got them heavy feet. That's y'all walk too hard. But you know what? Come to find out, she was actually right. Like once she got sick, and then they just started ignoring what she was saying. They indeed created a path in her yard. So you know, she might be on the something. But that's not nigger feet, Granny. That's just feet. That's just that's just people oh, that yeah, just walk. All the stories they used to tell us because my granny's from Leahatchee, Alabama, and so Mama and them would tell us stories about you know dead people down there who they didn't embalm that would always come back and 
she was asleep one night and some man that didn't have legs that used to ride around on this little board came scooting up to the window <laughs> asking about some cigarettes. <laughs> well, when Tony slept in Craig Brown, she died and she he, she warmed that nigga up that night. Bake that nigga. Get your ass out of my bed. Well, I'm going to the hotel, nigga. <laughs> fuck, for fuck that bitch. Nobody tell me I'm in the house with all my cousins and shit. Did not nerve one nigga tell me that's the bed that my great grandmama just passed. That's fucked up. She did, nigga. Get your ass out of my bed. The fuck? Yes, ma'am. You got it. Yeah, it's a different kind of dark down in Alabama, but that was fun too. Mm-hmm. Even going down there seeing Uncle James. Big ass bugs and the hottest heat you've ever felt in your you life. You hear me? Jeez, melt you, boy. But now they got a Walmart and shit, so they on the up and up. It's <laughs> right, pop. It's popping down there in Bayman. That shout out. It's popping. They got they got a Walmart, a couple eat spots, and they got a Sonic. Then we stopped at Sonic the last yeah. time we was down there. Yeah. What's that yeah. store called? The A and P. The packing store. Yeah, package store. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> and that shit was so motherfucking cheap. I got like three yeah, bottles, nigga. Spent thirty dollars. That shit. Let me get some Hennessy. Let me get some motherfucking uh shit. What I'm gonna drink tonight type shit. Yeah, I was going ham down there. Damn, why I need to go back. Somebody need to uh send me a package from the package store. <laughs> Cause it's way cheaper down there. <clears throat> okay. That was fun. <laughs> so, what's the uh What's some of the best advice have uh, mom and dad gave you? Um, Some of the best advice was just in action, but I wasn't always in in word. Just the way, you know what I'm saying, that she she raised us and taught us responsibility, the responsibility of um, keeping things clean and tidy, taking care of your hygiene. Those things that when you were a kid, you you don't think twice about it, you just get get upset that your parent is telling you that but then as you get older you find yourself just doing it like just out of habit and just always in that and just watching just um how she moved as as an adult not only as a parent but just as an adult period taking her responsibility and not letting you see the stress that was on her when she's trying to raise three kids on her own and bills and stuff would do but yet and still Make Christmas happen, and we get them everything Yo. we want, and then more. Exactly. Like, Christmas used to be packed out, yeah, and she came through like, <clears throat> like some old TV show shit. Like, oh y'all done? Oh okay. Yeah, the big shit in the back. And this shit going to bed like you like you got a new car? Like, oh <laughs> shit! Like it was always something big, like a bike, a stereo system, <laughs> nigga. When she got me the five disc changer, changed my. Life. Nigga, I was like, you could tell me shit. Hell yeah. You like we had all kind of shit, but she made it happen. She made it happen. Always, if we was struggling, we put up. She made sure to put up a good front. Man, to shield us as kids to not have to go out there and deal with. I'm saying, like, we didn't have the best, but we had. You know, saying we never wanted. No. We might have wanted stuff, but she got us what we needed, and then some. I believe through her actions and just what she did as a mother to raise two two young women and a man and just, I mean, put us in rites of passage and putting people around us that would be good role models and just didn't always have to be, you know what I'm saying, the, the conversations that we had when we got in trouble. 
Yep. Those are actions that I didn't even know. Now I'm 40 now, and knowing now that a lot of her actions, I I was paying, I wasn't paying attention to, but I was paying attention. Yeah, to. yeah. Because now I just do it out of out of necessity, and it just happens. You know what I'm saying just organically. So just to know that, like, that was dope. Yeah. It really helped all of us along the way to be, you know, what I'm saying the young adults that we got now because because of what she did. Uh, for me with mama I guess because I was the problem child so um, <laughs> okay when Keisha I, says problem child I got in trouble more than they did she she got a mouth on her that that's what that is I had have 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 a got it watch it I'm trying to be professional <laughs> I am trying to be professional I guess because I was the one who I, I tried her the most she reminds me to this day that you know sold me up twice with <laughs> and all of this i was difficult i was supposed to be born on christmas i came during a snowstorm three days early like i've just been you know i guess an issue <laughs> but we look just alike so i mean i don't know yeah but yeah yeah but when it comes to my mom um like tony said it's not it was never like oh let me give you all this anecdotal stuff to say and all this no. quotes and all it, it wasn't stuff like that it was just one thing that she has always told us like consistently and we saw her do it in action was she said it was certain things that my mother didn't do and i told myself when i grew up and i had kids if and even her mother said at the time you don't like something that i'm doing when you have your own kids you do you know do different than me and she made sure she did that to the fullest she always loved on us you know when we were right, she would tell us we were right. When we were wrong, she would tell us we were wrong. You know, if when it came down, she just made herself available for us, no matter what we needed to talk about. Uh, she, you know, when it was certain things she showed and proved, it wasn't one of those things where people tell you all these things and then when you come to them, they get upset. She never did anything like that, which made us all in certain ways feel like she was she's like our gatekeeper with stuff like we yeah. come in here and talk to her about anything everything and she'll have something even if we don't agree with it and like tony said i used to think that i knew everything <laughs> and that this lady was crazy and you know she nothing needed lady to hear what i had to say like bump and that I girl complete my sentences even if she was gonna fuck me up later yes i'm still gonna do it yes. and <laughs> times where I've watched the way she was a friend to people. I watched the way that how she worked. I watched the way she went to church and served. It was certain things that I've always watched her do and I applied those things because I saw how it made her such a good well-rounded person that you know even when people fucked her over she was still good to people and I never understood it, and I would get so upset, but now I understand now as yeah, an adult yeah. the things that she was doing. And, you know, the way she tells us, you know, uh, put a handle on old people, um, <laughs> people's old names people's and names. things. Yep. You know, the way to be respectful and to be mindful of each other. And to she raised us to, you know, always remember that we are all that we have. Yep. Meaning me and my brother and sister is it. Yep. And if something was to happen to her, we have to take care of each other. And we, even though me and Tony used to fight like cats and dogs. And when I tell you <laughs> these niggas used and to I don't use go the word fight at lightly. it. Like, no, this, this listen to, to listen, listen. 
Listen, see, yeah, see, see what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? See, see what I'm saying? See, see. Y'all was, yeah, yeah. You damn right. You damn right. I'm toughening you up, nigga. I never want to hear no you can fuck a nigga, right? And to, and Erica will tell you because with what my brother has done, there's many a nigga I have fought. And yes, are afraid yes, of me yes. Because my brother set me yes. up to a point where I hope smash rage out. Yes, I'm upset, mm-hmm. so that's why I don't get mad anymore because I'm scared I'm gonna kill yes. somebody. Yes, because uh, he got me PTSD. but no those are things too i appreciate those moments i couldn't then i didn't understand it then but i do the way that mama you know with me and erica oh she didn't say oh you know with the sex and stuff she didn't try to don't do that don't don't do it she would talk to us about it if you if you need something let me know so i could prepare you when our periods came she made it a whole big production Oh, let's go to dinner and yeah, do this. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, girl, what? Right. I'm in I pain, bitch. You know, I don't do nothing. I think I am dying. <laughs> you know, she told us, when we, my mama also, we do this quirky ass shit too. She used to buy all this, all the snack foods and shit, and she would lock his shit up in her room like four nights. So uh, we couldn't eat now. So funny. We were going missions to find this Boy, shit. Boy, we sniff that and shit out like bloodhounds, nigga. <laughs> Which yep. she was teaching us about still like yep. everything she did had, it was a lesson. It was a method to her madness. Yep. And I get it now, and that's why I am when it comes the way I am when it comes to kids and the way that they respect adults mm-hmm. and the way that, you know, I try to be open for my niece when she comes or my little cousins or anything like that. Like those things I greatly appreciate. My father really wasn't around too much, but there are certain things, you know, in his absence. Yeah. That it was certain things. Well, I'm gonna take from your absence that I don't want X, Y, and Z. Right. But I will take now as an adult that the effort that we've all tried to make yeah. to try to have those conversations and to, if anything, just be a friend to each other. Yeah. So now we can reach out and have little jokes. And, right. You know, he likes certain things. Him and my brother are the same person. It's yeah, creepy yes. as hell. Yeah. They look alike. Yep. They're like all the same things. Yeah. It, it, it's <laughs> creepy as hell. But. I appreciate that, you know, the certain ways that he allowed himself to see his error and to try to make a change. Yeah. I appreciate that. David was one of our other parents, and I hated David when I first met David. She did. And we used to go back and forth all the time, but Ooh. it was certain <laughs> things now that, you know, well, as I got older, it was certain things where he kind of wore me down. <laughs> and, but his sense of humor. Yeah. His love of music and the way certain small things always excited him, it showed me that he was trying to love the life that he had. He may not have had everything, but you couldn't tell him he wasn't rich in other ways yep. because family bought him joy yep. or outcast bought him joy. You know, certain yeah. things like that. He got a new pair of shoes or a suit or something. <laughs> Clean. You know, shit like that. Anything. Suit, tie, look at me, Rick, right. fresh. You, you see know, me, Rick? This nigga got <laughs> biggest feet and watch TV. I saw that man you again. Know, Mountain Dew of some type of something. The red, uh, the cold red, red joints. Woo! Twisted Fritos or something like yes. that. Yes. You know, like, he taught me how to make the best grilled cheese ever. And Kool Aid. Yeah. So, you know, and Kool- certain things. That was, that was funny. Because, remember that one time, I think it was me, you, and Whitney? 
and we had made some Kool-Aid, and we, I mean, I guess to us, it was cool. He went in there, we said, oh, hell no, what is, the fuck? What is this? What is this colored water? No, uh-uh, y'all coming here right now. He was like, watch this. He said, you do this, you know what I'm saying? You put the white, blah, 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 and I'll now taste it. Uh-huh, yeah, that is Kool-Aid. I don't know what, that was some colored sugar water. I don't know what that yeah, was, yeah. but that I wasn't it. And that's something else Jackie taught me. Yeah. Don't use my, don't use my sugar to right. make sugar water. So don't make no sugar water. <laughs> yeah, we got our ass busted for that. I'm making a syrup Man, sandwich. She was creative <laughs> with her punishing, and I appreciate it too because it's not, the sentences. Why do we have to write a hundred times some some goofy film. shit? The uh, <laughs> did she make you? Did we have to sit on the wall? I don't think. I don't know. No, she, she the, did the take, comb. She took combs and uh, rules open palm. and make you hold your hand out flat. And she smacked. Oh, that shit hurts! I'm not gonna lie. I'm a third world country. Why you turning our hands? Nine. Niggas ain't gonna be stealing my shit out of here. Right. You know, but I appreciate those certain things she was teaching us to. You know. Not be so greedy because you see, you know, just because food is in there don't mean just go in there and eat because you're bored. Yeah, because you you're know? bored. That's what we would do, too. You know, she was like, you keep your, take some, have an air about yourself. And me being the plus size one and me and my mama could always identify with each other on that. She made sure, like Tony said, we didn't have everything, but you couldn't tell us that we wouldn't fly with certain shit that we had. Man. You know, and that's because my mother and her trips, you know, to go see a man mama, about a dog mama, where are you going? We're we going to see a man about a dog. You know. Never pulled up with a dog. I got banks when I was, what, 20-something. <laughs> I bought the dog she home. I finally went away. and got she the damn hustling. dog. So I, I appreciate the man. that she still made sure that she was present, but she out, got out there and did what she needed to do. People always counted her out. Yep. She never counted herself out. Yep. And that, I feel like that keeps us as, you know, we do that too. She's always made sure, you know, make sure you have your own shit. Always. Your stuff always got to be in order. You don't want to depend on nobody for nothing if you don't have to. Yeah. So I appreciate those little lessons. Yeah. I was definitely going to say that as far as uh, me and Keisha goes. <clears throat> because, you know, that we grew up in an era, well, we're passing through. We've been through it. But they, they always would tell a woman, like, you know, you ain't nothing without a, a man. You know, if you ain't got a, if you ain't married by this age, then you, you're a spinster or you're this or you're that. Or, you know, it's just always got like a negative connotation with being like a, a single woman. So what, what I learned is she, she taught us independence to get it for ourselves because not only because, you know, because you have to, but you will enjoy it so much more because you put in the work and the effort to get it not someone handed it to you like you really if you like when i look at okay i'm about to be 35 in june so when i look at like the past five years and you know being out on on our own and i just look around at what i've accumulated over the last five years not even realizing what i'm doing i'm just i'm just living life but i i told mama i said the reason why we are the way that we are all three of us is because your example you were at work you weren't lazy we never like when if mama was laying around because she was tired she was sick other than that She's getting to that money. She She's figuring something out one way or another. So is that, and now that I look at my life, I'm like, wow, I really did that. And I know I did that because she taught me that. I wouldn't know how to do none of this shit had I not seen her do what she did just growing up. 
and like like we said we'll never know like really the ins and out of it but we're forever appreciative of like everything that she's done like I think I probably thank her every single day that I talk to her because of like what she's done and the impact that she's had like on my my thought process how I carry myself as a woman to not you know conform to what everybody else is doing and the world's doing but to be my own person and that's where you know that's where red comes in there that's where thug comes in there because those are my personalities and that's who I am but then you know throughout the episode you hear them call me Erica because that's who they talking to they're not talking to my other personalities and shit like that (laughs) no nigga we ain't about to nigga they call me D money I heard they call you D bunny (laughs) I ain't calling you that Mm -mm. if anything we'll use you know inside family nicknames you know little Ricky little Smurf and Kiki D Kiki D those things (laughs) The names that our family has given us, but that red knowledge, that's just yeah. the streets. That's the streets. The, street. the, yeah. the streets. The streets is the streets up. Gave her that Look at ass, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> the streets is calling me, fam. <laughs> Got to get back to it. Looking at ass. But um, as like as far as dad, um, you know, I've I've touched on that. I ain't got to go. I'm not going into detail because I'm not in that. I'm not in that space anymore. But we are on a we're on a good path. That's my that's my homie. That's my dog. <laughs> I gotta hit him up tomorrow. Matter of fact, cause I ain't, I hadn't talked to him in probably like two weeks. But um, one thing that like he took me out for my birthday, I think two years ago, and he bought me the uh, Tupac vinyl, All Eyes on Me, big ass thick vinyl. It's like five six vinyls. This motherfucker's solid. But <laughs> like he got me that, and um, when we was out there, he was like, you know, um, when you get in a relationship don't don't let them tell you you know don't give half like you don't expect half like don't say i'm gonna show you do your half i'm gonna do my half like no you show up 100 percent, and that person shows up 100 percent, because that way you're not discounting them on anything you know and vice versa like everyone should come 100 percent. if you can't you know sometimes it will you know teeter-totter between you know the hunt sometimes you know your partner won't be but that's why you are and so you kind of like that that stuck with me too i'm like yeah that makes sense because you know they always tell you know you do your part do your half like no i don't think that's enough i think you gotta do just a a little bit more um mama's funny as shit um (laughs) we definitely get the sense of humor from her um yeah she was she mama's mama's like everybody love mama everybody do she she has a, a great heart she has a good spirit and she's genuine, and it's it's not no not no bullshit. She ain't doing it cause she wants you to to like her. She could care less. Yeah, and I can say um, with our father, you know what I'm saying um, out of all three of us, I know I had the most time and experience with him. Yeah. And through his absence of not being there, I mean we we was kids, so we all grew up with some resentment towards him, but. Like you said, now that we are all of age, what I've learned through through his absence is that you never know what the other person is going through in life. Right. That it's so easy to be the child on the outside looking in and just thinking that, hey, he's not here, he doesn't love me. Right. But then that goes back to what how what our mother has done with us. Our mother's always taught us to look at everything from every angle. Right. Yep. So, a lot we have been able to like even when like when y'all didn't under me being y'all big brother and having to 
shoulder some of that that male responsibility of him not being there. Yeah. I tried to instill in y'all in that day. What I'm saying, we don't know what that person was going through that didn't allow him to be there. Right, right. And I think, yeah. you know what I'm saying, a lot of people, that can help a lot of people that, yes, it hurts for that person not to be there, but then try to take yourself outside of that just for a moment because you never know where God's going to have you to walk down a path and it might take you out of someone's life. You know what I'm saying? You just never know. Right. So, his, his absence of not being there, it hurt. But in the same time, truthfully, I wouldn't change it for the world. Yeah. I wouldn't change it yeah. for us. We yeah. Now we have a better relationship with him. Right. And we are all thankful for him. He gave us life. He is our father. Yeah. And we got a lot of tendencies from him, even with him not even being here. You know what I'm saying? But it was, it was a blessing with him not being here, as crazy as it might sound to some people. But they gave us tough skin. Yeah. That mm-hmm. prepared us for the world to where that heartache and pain coming from someone who gave you life, if you can patch that up, then you, nothing else, nothing else anybody yeah. else even matters. Right. Any, anything next to you kill kill somebody. Right, <laughs> of course. Yeah. It can be worked through. Yeah. And that's being that's that's how we was taught through church, through our mama, and also by his absence. You know what I'm saying? Yep. It's a lesson in everything. You just have to be understanding and open-minded enough to try to look at him and get that lesson. Don't let your pain and your anger and your resentment overtake you to where you miss a valuable lesson that you might be able to pass down to your children. Right. So, I'm a love pops. Love yep. mama. They, always. They, they, they've been always been there for us. Even if you're not there or they're present, it's been a blessing. Yep. I wouldn't change nothing. Nah. I'm glad that we now are able to pick up the phone and have a conversation with him. Hell, I see him on Xbox. <laughs> on, on Xbox all the time, I can shoot him a message. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, it, 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 it all works out in the end. And that's... Yeah, without him, there wouldn't have, if he was present, there wouldn't have been no need for no John Henderson for Tony. Right. Or for me to have, you know, who I had, Miss Julie Johnson. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, those programs set us up with people where we didn't, we never missed. No. You know, certain things. It was in the back of our minds, of course. Yes, there were things that we thought about, but that's another way that our mama set us up. You know, to make sure that we didn't just, you know, like so many people do, they just give in yeah. to whatever their situation is. And she helped us to see that there are always other alternatives. These people may not be your blood, but some of those people have the things that they done for us. We help. What am I saying? Tony's forty. I'll be thirty-eight. Eric will be thirty-five. We still remember these people. We still Very vividly. These, you know, Very certain vividly. things they've done. It's an impact. Myra Drummond. Yes. You know, Tina. Tina. Uh, Miss Duffy. All yep. those people who took the current. Yep. Those people who took their time. They didn't have to do it. <laughs> no. <laughs> right. I told Mama that. I was like, we may not, you know, we may not fuck with her, but she did do something. We out like there. Like said with Daddy, you know, it's for us to have not been around him. Me and my brother are both introverts, and so is my daddy. Right. You know, Tony likes to nick. My daddy likes to nick. Right. They like video games, certain things. My daddy likes to read, certain music stuff. He does. You know, mm-hmm. I was, we like vinyl. He had a vinyl. You know, music, it was certain things. All those things connected us in ways that we didn't know until we became older, but it made us appreciative because we could pinpoint where we got that from. And so I always made sure that, you know, I attribute certain things to both parents, Yep. And David, because he will always be included. Yes, yeah, David's in, definitely in, in included. The bunch, so. Definitely. Yeah, 
whatever. He stepped up and did something that was admirable yeah. that no other man didn't have to do. You know, and then on top of that, it introduced us and gave us more family. Like right. Jimmy and right. Mama, you know what I'm saying? Just Rest in peace, Auntie Don. Like, Chase, Kobe, yeah. Dominique. Well, it, it all, God has a plan and it all works out. And everybody that has played a significant part into who we are today, we all thank you. Hell yeah. We might we might not have done it then, and I'm sure we did because that's how we was raised. Yeah. But just to reiterate and to just let it be known to the ones that are still here, the ones that are passing, went back home, we thank you for what you've done for us because it has made us the adults that we are today. So yeah. we're very grateful for that. And it's a blessing to hear like your 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 mother tell you that you're you're a good person. Like to be like to reach this age. And because you see other people and how they they interact with uh you know their parents and you know all that and it's just good to hear that your your parent is proud of you regardless of you you know not even doing like you know no grand gesture just you know you doing it you you living your life you doing how you supposed to do you're responsible you taking care of yourself you you look out for others like we're not selfish people at all like that's not how we were brought up because she wasn't selfish it was. However, we can help out. Definitely, Granny, too. Chicken, or, you know, <laughs> you on the ball, chicken. girl. Yeah, right. You know, she would make sure that she did it. And like for me, with going to high school and stuff, my granny was never the person who was like the gift giving type. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, because she did. She showed her love in other ways. She served people her whole entire life mm-hmm. and made everybody feel like you couldn't tell nobody that they wasn't part of her family. Right. You know, Miss J was the, everybody's grandmother who cooked and you made don't sure eat. she did what she could do. But for me, when I went to her school, she went and bought me a hair dryer, a hooded dryer, like the professional <laughs> hooded dryer to show me, you know, it wasn't, oh, let me do all these big words and all this. She just Mm-mm. gave it to me, but I knew what it meant. Yeah. And, and then I was proud of you, girl. I see you. Me. And so, you know, for me, I I don't know, you know, I don't recall many people getting gifts to <laughs> But you know, as the one recipient, man, please. Oh, oh. Excuse me, I forgot about that car. Oh, yeah. Yes. Hell yeah. Uh, Reba McIntyre slapping, bro. Watching country listening to. um, In that Buick. Soap opera watching. Yes. Make us. I used to try to get, when she took me to school, when she used to take me to school uh, in elementary, I used to run out to the car. She'd be like, Erica, go ahead and get in the car. I'm like, all right, cool. And I would try to look at the door, and I'm changing her radio down, trying to put it on B96. So before she cut the cone, so one, I did that just one day. I cut the cone. I think SWV came on. I was like, in the back. She was like, uh-uh, uh-uh, hold on. This ain't my radio station. Her went on. But I was like, damn, I don't hear this bush. You know what I'm saying? Juice. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, you gonna eat? You know what I'm saying? And she would have a suit in the closet, the Swiss rose. When she wanted one, she would like, hey, hey, go in there that closet. (laughs) You get one too.
in a closet. Yes. Like somebody's gonna come in and steal this shit. Like a nice suit. Yes. Think of me, my mom was old wedding dress. Yes. Stuff. She had a closet that locked, locked that shit up. That you could not she locked the drip shit. up. She said, "I can't let them yeah, see God, it. Don't look at the drip. Lock my drip up." <laughs> The fuck? Uh-uh. Because yeah. if they see that, then they ain't ready. They ain't ready to see me like that. Writing notes on every. Don't sit on me, bro. Why did she put that on the couch? Don't sit on me. Get off me. Flush me. She put notes on. Cut this light off. Everything, because she knew she didn't want you to say that she didn't know you weren't supposed to do it. Cause I left you a note. I left a message, nigga. I said, don't sit on me. What? Why are you sitting on my couch? Why are you in my living room? Couches probably had them for 20, 30 years and they look brand new because she kept I'm talking about not a stain on them. She covered them in sheets and then when she would cook for the, the pastors yeah, and shit so for. Yeah, yeah. We, she, we she family. She to make a whole bedroom that she never slept never in. Never slept she in. Just, just make me a nice. Because you know when you work. She, my grandmother worked for the white man. The man. No, uh, you know, <laughs> he, she used to work for the man. Life. And so the things that she would see in his house, she was like, oh, well, my daughter can make that. Mm-hmm. So she wanted her nice little, I don't know what country West, I don't know where she thought she lived. I don't know. Or where either, she's from, but I, I know, know this Alabama. That's, and yeah, that's, That yeah. she just had to have this whole canopy bed and all Yeah, that and some she, old designer yeah, women's Southern Belle shit. <laughs> I'm going to have you make this whole room for me. I'm going to jack this mug. And, and I ain't even going to sleep in it. <laughs> and you take your shoes off when you right come in this motherfucker. You do. I'm sleep. I'm on, just like I locked my nice clothes up, I'm gonna lock this bedroom. She locked the, the towels up. Yes, she nice had towel. she had nice towels. <laughs> like when Uncle James and God God bless the dead, they would come, and our Lois would come in town. That's when you could they could sleep in there. I'm like, ain't that ain't that nothing? Treat them like royalty. Not, just because you don't have nothing, don't mean you ain't got to look like you yeah, ain't got nothing. Definitely. So she would hold on to that thing, and that that's something, that's something else we learned. Yeah, that's a way to preserve your stuff, so people ain't tearing your shit up all the time. <laughs> so she was like, you niggas ain't gonna get these good towels. No, nah, hell no. I'm talking about them towels in the, in the closet, boy. Them see, things is thin. See, see your hand through it. I'm like, y'all don't got nothing softer? This is rough. Like, that was straight Dollar Tree, fam. No, I'm sorry, Family Dollar. Yeah, <laughs> that was all Family had. Dollar. She, she worked too hard. And I, I understand that when you putting your time and your money into it. It's like I tell kids these days with, you know, phones and all those luxury things that they had. The first phones we had, we bought. Hell yeah. Pager and all that shit, we bought. My had mom didn't to. buy none of that stuff. We didn't get any of that. So, like, it was when we was able to afford, oh, let me get me a laptop. Mm-hmm. Let me, you know, certain things. We still bought it out ourselves. My mom didn't do that. No. And I'm not mad at her for never doing it. I appreciate her doing you it. Appreciate it makes it more. me take better care of my Yeah, because you bought it. That's you your know, money. We didn't have Jordans and all that, but we did have banging ass pullover coats. You know what I'm saying? I came know, through came through that. dripping a couple, didn't two, three times. Life, you know, well, me and her, you told nah. you know, We had all the cool shit. Nah, I ain't know nothing about you all that. We had it, and we took good care of it. Hell yeah. Yeah, that was definitely... She definitely was on that. So how do you, so how do y'all view one another? Like how, Tony, how do you see me and Keisha? Oh God, you still. <laughs> y'all have always been close, and I know a lot of that attributes to sleeping in the same room. Oh God, we shared the same bed, my nigga, a full size bed. We were so, I had that, this is why, guys, 
this is why i had a raggedy ass i think it was metal day bed and that it didn't have no box spring it was literally just mattress no box spring so and i i remember when nikki would come over and she and i didn't warn her about my bed so she plopped on my bed one time i said pop i said up oh, see told you told you don't be popping down on my shit. but yeah i had a raggedy ass metal day bed and i got tired of like falling through the floor like i'm like oh my god like oh i hate this fucking mattress and keisha had like i think she just had like a twin size regular twin and mama was like trying to save money basically yeah. and she said man fuck all that you niggas are sleeping in a full-size bed and i'm like yeah, a whole, whole full-size bed nigga you two niggas is in this bitch together and i'm like come on fam so once we you know oh thank god we moved out <laughs> where we moved to because sheesh and we finally got our own rooms, our own beds. I didn't have to worry about falling on the floor and shit. You know what I'm saying? A nigga had a box spring and a mattress, headboard. You feel me? Fresh set mirror. <laughs> it builds character. You damn right. talking about head up in this motherfucker <laughs> calling granny hey man they up here fighting man she's like break them up break them up i'm small the fuck, what, girl please uh-uh. but as we got older i think the one thing that brought me and you closer is when you started to do her and we went down to dillard when you was doing your graduation and you was doing a her and had me sitting in the dance salon for 15 fucking minutes oh yeah they chopped my hair down there down there dudley jerks <laughs> That to us growing close because that gave us something that we can bond on together. And even though we was oil and water and we fought so much, it's because we were so much alike. And also, with Urkel being the baby, I, I, she was always going to be taken care of. She was the, she was the baby. And you was the I'm middle smile. child. And you always felt a certain way about it growing up. <laughs> Don't be so jealous. It's, it's like I took to it as <laughs> I had to make you tough. Yeah, yeah. Without knowing, like even though he didn't know he was doing it, I was doing it because I saw in you that that fiery temper that you had, and I knew that kid out there in the world that you gonna need to be tough. Need that because you're not gonna back down and you're not gonna take shit. Where versus where Erica's the baby, we all gonna jump on somebody. Oh, that yeah. That's where Erica. I can't even get up. <laughs> I can't even get out of my seat good enough. I'd be like, and then, oh shit, all right, they got it, they got it. You always had that that fire in you and that gumption to be like, you are not going to fuck with me. But I had to make sure that you understood the right way to channel it and to use that. As much as we fought and we argued, you know what I'm saying? So. Now that we, I mean, and now that we are all grown and of of age and got sound minds, man, I I love the relationship that we have as me being your big brother and y'all being my little sisters. That no matter what, we always got each other's back. We always gonna keep it funky and keep it real with each other. No matter the situation, the circumstance, or what someone's dealing with, we always are there for each other. And 
not a lot of family can say that. Not a lot of family mm-hmm. that I'm saying they got brothers and sisters can say that. They cl- they close knit like that. That you can, you know, what I'm saying, be real with each other like that. Is most people you fight like that, and it'll just tarnish the whole relationship. So yep. when you get older, you don't even want to be around them and deal with them just because of that. But it brought us all together and kept us close and strong to where now we all have a a, a, a great relationship together. So th- that's how I'm. I'm, I'm don't want to get all sappy and shit. I'm very <laughs> proud of the young women that y'all are. Like, I know with my, as me growing up with my He-Man woman hater attitude. <laughs> this nigga here, <laughs> boy. So yes. To, oh, to, my to God. Oh, my God. <laughs> it did. It really it did. It really did. It really did. Because I always wanted y'all to know that even though I'm, I'm y'all brother and I'm going to be there, even if I'm not there, don't take that shit from no one. Just like right. you said with mama, she instilled in us for us to be our own own people and our own individuals. Yep. And my job as your brother was like, man, I, I'm a male. Mm-hmm. So I know how we do. I know what we do. Right. Don't take this shit from nobody. Yep. Don't do it. You you are worth so much more. You have so much more value than what any man or any person may say and try to bring to you or try to put you in a Put you in that um, what's the word I'm looking for? That circle of uh, you're this type of woman. Yeah. This is where you belong. Yeah. Colin's trying to put you in your place. No. Yeah. I'm Erica. I'm Keisha. I yep. don't need you for shit. Not at all. I don't. I don't. I don't have to have want you. <laughs> I fail. You can't do shit for me. I'm. I'm get, It's done. And why would I? <laughs> it's up. Put myself in a situation to be miserable just to say I got somebody. Amen. Right. No, there no, it is. That's whack. That is stupid whack. Yourself. Know that you hate, and just have mama taught us. Yep. It would be nice to have somebody. Yes. But if I don't, hey, okay, I got me. Hey, always wake up and deal with me Me. every day. No matter what. Why am I gonna be miserable if I got somebody outside of me? (laughs) The fuck out of here, man! Scram. Yeah, I'm very proud of the women that y'all. That y'all don't take no shit. That y'all independent. That y'all work hard. That y'all caring and loving and God fearing. There for family and man, it's I've I've been blessed as a big brother to have two younger sisters, y'all. <laughs> that's cool. that's all right, right there, brother. I love you too. You a real one. You a real one. I'm about to hit this jack. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm the um, Erica used to be the emo child, but I think as I've gotten older, I'm the yeah, we did a switch. I'm the softy <laughs> of the bunch between the two. Um, Don't you cry, but, girl. Shit. You gonna hit this jack? No, look, I'm gonna make it better. Okay. I have to. I wouldn't want to be in the middle of any other two people. <laughs> My brother used to fuck. Listen. I don't think people are like. That's why we keep reiterating it because we just want you to really like really understand. Used to go down like I'm not talking about no little shove. I think he was watching too much wrestling. I think it was too much. Yeah. Be careful in today's society. I wasn't trying to destroy. No, no, no not at all. Okay, no, my brother, he's right. No, no. Okay. He is not no, abusive. No, 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 no. He never, 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 he never,
man, man, please. Let me let me tell y'all something. My mom, Jackie would have hung him by his nuts had he killed. I did something like that to Keisha. You're dead, nigga. Yeah, tussle. He never like punched her, like overhand slapped her. It was more like a tussle. Yeah. Touch my I body. Did, I did have a lot of anger and I didn't know that's why he was doing it. I thought my brother hated my gut, honestly. <laughs> and so I was like, well, fuck this nigga. He was like, no, I don't like him either. Me. Cut this nigga up like steak. Fuck, fuck him. him. Shit. But I knew that wasn't the case, but like Erica says it, I've never said it, but that was our, that's who we looked up to. That yeah. was our hero. Everything he did, we wanted to do. It didn't matter if he was a dude. Didn't matter. If he was doing it, we wanted to do it. I want to be down. Me, I am the girly one. Erica was always the tomboy, so that's why they, you know, mesh more. Because she could understand. Some of that shit, they was like, I don't want to play that shit. Will I watch you play video games all day? Of course. I didn't know either, Keisha. I was interested in, so that's where they bonded. But I never worried. You know, I was playing earlier, but I never worried. I always knew my brother cared about me. His love for music and things, those were certain things that we bonded over. You know, he did always try to make sure that you know in his own way that he was doing his best as a big brother he didn't have to do anything more than that but he always pushed himself past that and so for that i am i'm grateful i appreciate it my brother is smart my brother is talented he's handsome he's very loving he, he called on him to try to act like he <laughs> don't love nobody he <laughs> hate all, he like yeah he tried to do all that hard shit, but i always see past it you know, and I, I, that's what I love about him. He's a man. And people always say, you know, women can't teach. No, my mother made a damn good man. Oh, hell yeah. You yeah. know, so don't ever let nobody, you know, teach her or give you all that bullshit because it's possible. All she did was just you know, find other men outside right, of it to just show you examples. That's that it. Was what, you know, it was other people around that he could get that from. But who he as as a person, I solely attribute that to my mother. Yeah. 100%. And how he is, he raises his child, you know, he puts her first, you know, his efforts, his work, all that stuff he does, it's not, he don't think about just himself, he could, yep. he could, because we've seen other people do it, mm -hmm. but he also, as somebody who has been on the other side of that, he didn't ever want to make nobody else feel like that, and I appreciate that about him, you know. I promise you, if, if I could play basketball, I would have did it because of my brother. <laughs> if I could have gotten a talent show and rapped and did Method Man, I would have done it. You know, those were certain things that he did. You know? Nigga, Hell, hate, to, boy. I was with my brother for one year, and people drove him crazy about me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to smack the fuck out the whole school. what the target was, and they did it, but my brother made sure... Ain't nobody gonna fuck with her, but I'm gonna fuck her up, you know. But, that's yeah. what I'm gonna do. but I yeah. appreciate the way he helped me to channel my anger and all the other stuff. And you know, he's he's really he's a reliable person. And for a man to be able to be reliable like that, and to be responsible, and to be respectful, and you know, just he's an all-around great person. Nobody could ever, in my eyes, say anything bad about my brother. You, number one, you ain't going to say it anyway. Because she crazy, know. I'm telling you. Because as soon as you say <laughs> something left about either one of us, she coming, fam. Yeah, and so, because and, and, I can 
dote on my brother all day because me and Erica do in private. He doesn't know it. But we always talk about how cool he is and the way we appreciate him, you know, over the years. Um, with Erica, that's my child. Oh, that's my God. That's now. my baby. She's my child because when I go to the store, I can't <laughs> get something for me. I have to buy something for my child. So I can't come home and Erica didn't get anything. So this nigga, boy, like she's had it made since the day she was born. Like mama told us stories about how me and Tony wanted to run away and we packed shit for Erica because we was taking Erica too. <laughs> she was like, nigga, that's my baby. Y'all my baby back. Like, what are y'all doing? You know, certain things like that. We, but that's what I love to hear that even when we were in trouble or if we were going to leave, we were leaving together, the three of us. Yeah. So even at that age, because me and Tony couldn't do nothing to six and three years old. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? At this point, doing that. But with Erica, Erica is... That's our, um, she's our sensitive soul. You know, when she was younger, she, you couldn't look at her, you couldn't touch her, you couldn't talk to her, nothing. She just wanted her mama, you know, leave me alone. You look at her wrong, you hurt her feelings. Right, I felt that. Right. I felt, I felt the thought. That's why I, <laughs> said, I said all the time, I felt that nigga. That hurt. That hurt. Fuck you. Erica was in her shell, but um, since Erica was a kid, Erica's always been funny. Erica's the life of the party. Um, Erica is a damn good friend. She's a good person. Oh, she's going to cry. She's going to cry. Oh, clench your butt. <laughs> Tighten I your butt. I have almost murdered many a nigga in the club. Jesus. Oh, my God. In other settings over my sister. Um, for instance, I'll tell people because I don't care. Okay. You know, one night we were at a party and, you know, I was supposed to be with some church friends and stuff. It was supposed to be cool. And somebody tried my sister. And the next thing I know... I'm outside in below zero, and I don't have a bra, shirt, top, not just titties. Her titties is out. And they told me yeah. I hoked out on somebody, yes. and it took 15 people yeah. to pull me off of this nigga. So I yeah. don't, yeah. <laughs> for this reason, yeah. I don't get mad. Well, I, I walked around the corner. He said, all I saw was titties. I said, what is going on? I don't it took his coat off. He was like, my Most bad. Niggas, you know, and I'm just standing What's going there. going on? But I, my, I'm lucky in that aspect, too, because I did have some male friends around who had they were gentlemen right. that put, gave me their coat and took me to their car yeah. and drove me around to calm me down so I didn't go to jail that night. Right. Or when my sister turned 25 and she decided to be ridiculous and get drunk. Oh, you don't tell that down. She's going back. She, damn, she just left me for dead on my own block. <laughs> and once again, I didn't come out of my top this time, but it did <laughs> take a lot of people to keep me out of the one nigga. But also in that instance, yet again, we had other people around because of the friends that we were to them. Right. They came to our aid. Right. Once again, you know, people were trying to, oh, just take her home, let her rest and all this. No, my, I called my Uncle Jimmy, who was a firefighter. He was like, you don't take her home. You take her to the emergency room. My sister could have fucking died because I'm listening to other people telling me, oh, just take her home, give her a little Gatorade, let her sleep it off. No, she would have been gone. Because she had to have a stomach pump and everything else. But nevertheless, Jesus. I digress. That, that doesn't mean anything. I don't, when it comes don't to drink Erica, tequila, Erica kids, ever. A, her, I, I realize her sensitiveness comes with her creativity. It's a part of her art. It's the way she looks at things. She's very colorful. She's very animated. She, at times, you know, if she's being serious, then it, it must mean something to her. Because nine times out of ten, she's got a joke for you, like to hear it. You know, she just wanted to try. She was never afraid to try anything. That's what I always admire about my sister. She could get in front of people 
and speak and, and throw jokes or, or whatever you gave her to do, she could get up there and do it. So for that, I've always admired because I don't like talking in front of people. I don't even like people. <laughs> she so doesn't. That's why I, there's something else I appreciate about because we can go out somewhere now and say, red, 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 <laughs> everybody knows who she is because she's so cool. And I'm glad that other people get to see what we see and that, you know, who she is and the efforts that she makes. You know, with this podcast stuff, we've never, we didn't understand it, but it was like, fuck it. Whatever you want to do, I'm going to always support it. Yeah. Always. It don't matter if you want me to get on here and sing folk songs. I'm <laughs> so I can get on here and do, We're it gonna do it because that's what she wanted. Erica will always and forever be spoiled. Erica is super spoiled. <laughs> Wow. I realize how wow. She is. Wow. Um, Tony, wow. Um, I could go on for days, people. Listen, my mother, Tony, <laughs> right. can be right next door to her. Listen. But if she needs something, she gonna call. she's going to call me or Erica to come and do it when he is sitting right there. And what I do, call <laughs> Tony and say, hey, man, go on over. And this is just me having a middle child moment. That's but how, he's the that's first how. and he's a boy. Right. And Erica's the youngest. So they always, it's a it's a dub for me either way. So I just take my, I didn't used to take my dub quietly. I didn't. No, you did not. I was very boisterous. And then yes. I tried some shit and she smacked shit at me. Yeah, and I was, was like, oh, I can't hit her back. So right. I'm let chill. me just chill. Lay so ever back. since then, I've been super chill <laughs> when it comes to trying to get my point across. But I love the way that my siblings are supportive. We all support each other. If ain't nobody going to be there, we know that we're going to be there for each other. Mm-hmm. You know, when it comes down to my mom, we all rally around. It's not nobody, you know, dropping the ball. You know, we've never treated each other. There's no big eyes, no little you. There's none of that when it comes. There's no competitiveness, none of that. And I appreciate that because I see the people. I have friends and, and people who... Or they don't get have relationships with their mothers, or they have sucky relationships with their siblings and shit. It's the weirdest shit to me because I'm yeah. like, how? Right. To me, my siblings are my favorite people. Yeah. So, but that's because once again, can I reiterate? <laughs> is this thing on? Yeah. I do not like people. <laughs> so, I can't stand them. <laughs> because I don't like people, and the older I've gotten, I attribute my introvertedness to my brother. I yeah. feel like I learned that how to whole, chill. Shit. I turned into the turtle. Yeah. I joined. No. And I don't mind it, but I appreciate the peace that comes with it. I understand that. When Tony was younger, me and Eric, she's like, man, Tony always gone, man. Oh, well, this nigga was you never know, at the house. I'm like, who is like, this? Can, can he be I want to hang out with Tyrone and them. I like Tyrone like and Jeff. We're girls. He's <laughs> right. a house full of girls. He needed an out. Right. So we get and appreciate that stuff now, but he never, like, sort of the fighting. You, everything was cool. Everything was really chill. You know, so I thank God for my my awesome siblings. I know if I needed anything and they have it, even if we don't have it, we're going to find a way to make it happen for one another. And I just, to everybody out there who has siblings, you don't have mine. (laughs) You're just fucking sucking. That's just how I feel. Mines are better. No, I'm I'm sure y'all are great too, but these are mine and I'm grateful. That was nice. That was you ain't even drop a tear. I seen you. I choked that you, shit down. Yeah, just, huh. Push, okay. push it down. Keep it I down. Knew. Hold it down. Play. It's all cool. I pinched it. It's gone. It's on the chill. <laughs> okay, so for uh, from the baby's point of view, <laughs> it's it's a nice it's nice over here in Osprey. <laughs> it's it's nice. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, everybody. everybody. 
Ooh, ooh. I know you ain't lying. Keisha and her hair. And that body. Don't play. Oh, okay. What old nigga? All right, cool. So. <laughs> I can't stand you. So. Right, not that came out like this. Came out fine. Even when she ain't had her hair in the back. The back. Yeah, yeah, she had the Mr. T. In the yeah, it. I ain't have no hair, so I couldn't even say nothing. Shut my bow headed ass up. Um, Tony is someone that I mimic. Um, he's the reason I love music, hip hop. I'll say that. And no, I'll say music, but mainly hip hop. You introduced me to hip hop. And when you put me like I've, I've listened to it radio you know what i'm saying that stuff like that but i think it was one day you t you put me on the jay-z and i ain't left him i ain't left i didn't leave him i was i've been on this nigga since you put me there you was like check this out i'm like this this is my nigga i'm with him i ain't going nowhere and then it just like spread it out like wu-tang and like mainly like new york rap so i feel like tony was one that would he that's what he was listening to like we in kentucky I call it Louisville, Louisville, because I don't know. I hate Kentucky. But we here, so it's it's south, it's it's southern. So, you know, you had 3-6, you had No Limit, you had, you know, all the southern stuff that was going on. But my brother was listening to New York. Like, he was listening to Wu-Tang and, um, you know, Rockefeller, Bad Boy, everybody, just any anybody. Yeah, yeah, Rakim. Nah, yeah, yeah, Queens, it didn't matter, like, it was every everything, and it, it was New York, it was Red Man, yeah, all of them. That's the only way I know about most death and all that stuff in big clubs, yeah, you know, Twins is my shit. <laughs> yes, that's that motherfucking yeah. shit. My brother, like I said, yeah. I Prissy, so I ain't listening no that's all that's tony and in the video games for me so when i would um tony had he had all the toys he had the legos we had toys too but it was just the fact that it was different from what me and keisha had to share like i love playing barbies like we used to hey barbies we had the shit set up we had the, the pink jeep you know what i'm saying like the house we had all kind of shit like we was really having fun with the shit and then I would like want to do something different. I go downstairs to Tony's room and he's playing a video game. Some it's the it's the first PlayStation. It's the 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 uh, Genesis. It's it's every every fucking console that probably came out. This nigga had it, and so I would like watch him play that, and he would have Legos, and then me and Keisha would like he would get mad at us because we would go in his room and be in his bottom drawer just playing with his Legos and shit. And it was funny because like you'll be building your shit and we'll try to make sure like don't mess it up because if he if he finds out he gonna know it's us he gonna he gonna whip our ass basically. Yeah, <laughs> no, Trayvon had he the masterpiece though. That he kept in his what big toy? Was it a clown thing? Was it the one on the no, bop it was thing? Like an army man or something. Yeah. Was huge. I don't know what it was, but he used to keep it in the closet so if we wouldn't get to his shit yeah. like tony got hip to us <laughs> yeah like i think he would come home and start to see and like certain shit was moved he was like i right, start t she's niggas i want to play with your legos like, i was bringing my we was bringing our barbie dolls down and playing right. with your legos type <laughs> shit like we was integrating shit before you know that was even a thing <laughs> that's what we was trying to do and he would you know uh so i wanted console 
So that the mom was like, damn, I gotta buy. I'm just gonna buy one. That's what she started doing instead of like getting. You don't get your individual one. Like, no, I'm buying one for the house, and it'll be in this location, and that's what y'all gonna play on. So I learned that from him. Um, now, as far as like growing up, I would plaster my walls with posters, and I think I got that from Janine from across the street. That stayed across the street from Granny. I went in her room one day, and she had, like, everybody on her wall, salt and pepper, uh, Big Daddy Kane. And, I mean, she had the shit on her ceiling. And I was like, yo, this motherfucker's lit. And so when I got my uh, own room at 13, it was over. Nigga, I was in Kroger's every motherfucking day trying to pick up right on and all, i'm talking about every fucking magazine that came i need the essence nigga. I need, if you own the cover and you my nigga, nigga i need that double xl source and i would buy the magazines because tony would buy the magazines he would start buying he would buy the game magazines i'm like i ain't reading that shit but that motherfucker. well you know he was stealing them motherfucker. he was stealing magazines sources and yeah yeah, we were, but when I was of age, I had to purchase because you know, <laughs> the hell I would. No, but I, you know, I, I that my love for music and how I express myself, I saw I, I pretty pretty much picked it up from my brother and you know my cousins because you know Jeff and Ty and Mike and you know look even for that matter our our big cousins do influence us too because we looked up to them like really Jeff. Cause Jeff's like our big brother. I think I can say that. Cause he's he is our first cousin, but he treats us like we're his his own kids sometimes, or his own brother. Like just just depending on how he needs to be there for us, that's how he'll treat us. But he just treats us with the with respect, and he taught us loyalty. I think like Jeff is super super loyal loyal to family. Not you know he showed us how to like move as a unit and not you know let outside people you know come in between it because it can easily happen because you know anybody y'all can get a significant other and they could try to get in your ear about x y and z and then if it worked then you know what i'm saying it creates a whole discord and i'm grateful that that hasn't been the case for us and since we're so tight it'll never be the case for us so that's um yeah, and Tony taught like you know he taught me the game. You know, gave gave me heads up about you know how these niggas are, how they how they look, and you know that's why I, I pride myself on like you know respecting myself, so that you know I I'm trying to give not only I ain't worried about like just giving a man something to respect. I respect myself because that that's important to me. I respect me. I demand my respect. Therefore, I respect. Uh, you know, it it goes that way. I only I'm only disrespectful if you cross me. That's it. And this and this I'm going off. Like I'm not even gonna hold back. So, you know, that's that's one thing that I learned from my brother. Now sissy. She likes to call me her baby. I call her my baby too, because I be looking out for her ass too. So I don't wanna hear that shit. Cause, you know, I, I, I make sure, you know, I, the the groceries is getting in here, you know what I mean? Put up, you know what I'm saying? The kitchen stay clean, you know. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, she throw money. Yeah, that's what she do. Hey, hey, man, I give you twenty dollars if you you go over here and pick us up something neat. Uh, you drop this off for me. She works. She works. I mean, yeah, she works. She she does her and she has her other job, and that's what I, I respect you for just always being there. Um, one hundred percent. You never slack. Um, being protective, not overprotective. 
to the point where you you allow me to be yeah make my mistakes you know run into what i run into not you know not so much as like stepping in front of everything and like allowing me to you know fall but you there to catch me and she always if i ask for any advice she always said she always starts with i ain't gonna tell you what to do <laughs> nigga now look i ain't gonna tell you what you should do all right now now sometimes that means nigga i'm trying to tell you what to do like i know how that reads so you you take that how you take that but you know i i know how to you know accept it, advice from you um you're a good person both of you y'all good friends too I wouldn't know how to be a good friend if I didn't see what y'all did and if I didn't see what mama did, what I ain't see granny. Like, y'all showed, we showed each other examples and what we do. And I just feel like, <clears throat> for me, like, it's important to be there for everyone if you're able to. And my love language, what I've learned over the years, is just me being there. Sometimes I would get mad at myself and be like, you know, I wish financially I was able to you know buy a gift or go on a trip and and sometimes i wasn't able to you know show up because my finances weren't there but if that it was something that was here you know anything that was local i'm there um when felicia you know had her her incident it was important to me that i was there for her because i want people to know that they're not alone mm -hmm. in anything because i i i want that for me and I get that back, and I do get that back from who, I, who I'm supposed to get that back from. And, and that's another thing people have to understand because, and we tend to feel like that, like, you know, if I do this for this person, they just got to. And it's like, no, like you can, you can go do, give, buy, you know, all over and beyond, and they still would, you know, take advantage of it or deem it to not be enough or not appreciate it when they're actually like experiencing it. It's one of those things where, they don't appreciate it until you take it away from them. And it's like, you don't, now it's like, why do I want to play that game with you? Like, I'm literally, you know what I'm saying? I'm showing you what it is. This is it, you know what I'm saying? Like, and once I stop, you can't be mad at me for stopping because I don't, we not gonna, like, that's what I've learned from you all too. Like, we don't give people more of what they keep disrespecting. It's like, I'm gonna try. We will try with people, we really will, but it's only so much in my try. Until I'm be like, you know what? <laughs> All right, fam, you got it. Got no right, and 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 tries. my try is done. And and that's and Mama's taught us that too, cause you you see her try several times over, and it's like, and you get that example instead of seeing a bad example of being like keep running, seeing somebody keep running into the wall, same wall over and over again, or you know, seeing your parents still going through the same shit y'all was going through when y'all was small. And it's like you never get to see your parent you know, grow up and, you know, evolve. And we get, we got to see that with our mama where it was, we got older. And so now we got to look out for her. So now and we're able to look out for her because she did it for us. And Keisha, you, you are, um, you're an amazing woman. You have great style. You always smell good. She got, she be having all the exclusive scents. She's a little sneaker head now. And uh, you, you know, you you've changed. Like you just, oh, yeah, you just keep coming into your own more and more. And you don't allow, you know, other people what they say about you dictate, you know, who you are. And if someone says something that you know speaks against, you know, ill against your character, you check it. 
because you want them to make sure like hey i don't play that shit like you know people try to say that you're mean and keisha's not, keisha can be mean i can be mean tony can be mean that's just in us but you gotta ask yourself what happened for for that to happen no we don't wake up and be like i'm cussing niggas out today <laughs> that's what i'm on not just because like there was something that you did that made me stop being you know who i am because normally we're polite we're pleasant you know we talk to people where you know we can't talk to people we'll be people people if we have to be it's not something that you don't force it on us it's just something that we have to come into and keisha don't take no shit um <laughs> No shit. <laughs> she don't take no shit. Oh, I got beat up, guys. <laughs> <laughs> got beat up. Hello. Hello. I got my ass dusted. <laughs> no. That is that's not why. That's not it. No, but you know, you you're funny. You are hilarious. I you know, when people I get I get a little, you know, upset when men say uh women they don't have sense of humor. I'm like, nigga, I'm a stand up special. Nigga, don't fucking play with me, nigga. I will have you hurt and I have your stomach hurt. Don't play with me. And I say the same thing about Keisha. Like people really feel like she's all this stern me. I'm like, no, this nigga many a times has had me in tears. I'm talking about tears, like my stomach hurts. I can't, I want you to get out my face, like that kind of funny. And I think it's just something that we've learned just being around each other. We're all funny because Tony's funny. Like, like our family's period. Yeah. Like we, we dysfunctional as hell, all of us, but when it comes down to sense of humor, these browns and muffins, you can't, hey. there's some niggas that won't laugh. Yes, we gonna laugh. They gonna laugh and, and it's gonna, you may not, to be around them and to know our type of sense of humor is a gift in itself because if you understand it then you have a ball Man. every time yeah because we don't laugh yeah, we that, be comfortable with you. yeah yeah, yeah nah, i'm not gonna give you nah. nothing every day <laughs> to my funny. Nah. nah you got to earn this shit well i don't know i kind of pull up with mine now that's the shit i hate that shit i hate now you know because what, what I happened was i like, you can say something, they be like, dang, what happened? Man, I ain't nobody got time to give you no fucking backstory on Man, get out of my face. Go run a Google or something. <laughs> shit. I hate that shit. You just fucked up the whole, I, it, it's timing. You got to catch it. You know what I'm saying? And that's because we, we were in the house watching, you know, In Living Color and, you know, sketch comedy shows and shit like that. Sitcoms. That's where, you know, some of the, you know, the, the sense of humor comes from. That and also just, the, it's the, it was a time period that we grew Yeah. Up. Great. We'd be at Granny's and we'd just be standing outside. And me, I was the youngest out of the a lot, out of the boys mostly. So my cousins Tyrone, Jeff, Michael, Chu. I was the youngest, and I was always trying to run. And I'm <laughs> sitting outside watching them just cut up and just joke. And then, you know what I'm saying, being able to walk through the neighborhood and do the same with other people. It was just that time period that we grew up in that it was cool to do that, and everybody wasn't so fucking sensitive. Yeah, it wasn't. And it wasn't intended to mean this way, but you take it this way. Yeah. And you butt hurt. And you know, you write a blog on Twitter. You write a blog on Instagram. And now you got a fucking movement behind it. All because you are butt hurt because you can't understand the joke. Today's people, you are fucking soft and sensitive shit. Just, I'm sorry, I'm going to Just because someone says a joke about something, that's where it stops. Right. Quit taking it so fucking literal. Literal. Yeah. Every, if, they, if it's a gay joke, 
quit taking it to the fucking heart. Yeah. All everybody is so soft and so sensitive. Yeah. And everybody is so sad because now everybody wants to have a platform yeah. and have a reason to be like, I this is how I feel. That's great. We don't feel care. like that, but feel like that to yourself. Right. Keep it to yourself, man. Be chill. Write it down. And if it's to the point to where it hurts you, to where you need some counseling or somebody, then go speak. And but get offline. Shit. Just stop. Get offline. Get some therapy. Growing up in that time, we was able to just cut up and kick it and laugh and joke and then go on our merry way. <laughs> like I mean, grown me in school. I remember a time where we didn't have have no money. Mama bought me some shoes that was called fucking Franklin's. These motherfuckers was terrible. Lived in the East End of Louisville, and I had to ride the bus while I'm getting bus with niggas from Clarksdale. Mm-hmm. And, I'm, and these niggas is wearing Jordans and shit. And I gotta sit here and try to cuff my feet up under my fucking seat just Ooh, so people whack. wouldn't say shit to me. And <laughs> he laugh. kicks his booty. Yeah, Please don't so, look at me. If somebody did that today, it would be Columbine all mm-hmm. over. The motherfuckers get shot up. But me, I dealt with that shit. Take that shit out of the chin. chin. I talked to my mama about it. If I was upset, I expressed it to her. We prayed about it and we kept it moving. That's it. People are too fucking soft nowadays. Hell yeah. yeah. I see niggas get uh, kicked in the head on the bus. Converse on the forehead, nigga. Ow. But that's because we used to, people just used to fight and Mm -hmm. that was it. That's how it ended. Ain't no guns and no shit. Didn't nobody bring a gun back out. It was literally, you got off the bus, y'all scrapped. You know, you take your L. All right. Even, yeah. You just dap it up. Because it's like, honestly, what would we mad about in the first fucking place? I ain't like that you looked at me. That was stupid. I don't know how I was looking at you, bro. I just looked up. Like, all I did was just look up, my nigga. Like, that's all I did. Yeah, it's it's a whole different time. Yeah, I'm I'm grateful for the for the era that we that we came up in. Yeah. Had a lot of fun and created our own fun. You know, and and then eventually, like the older we got, it, it you know we just kind of formed our own. You know, you become your own self. Like I feel like, you know, I, I hated that you know Nana and you know Trisha and Alana won't have the, the the childhood that we have because you know the playing outside was very important. The interacting with the people that that live around you was very important. Now you don't know your neighbor, and that's cool. You like you don't even want to at this point. You have to know your surroundings. You have to know your actual phone number. You yes. know people's actual phone Bill's, number. Bill's fucking survival skills. You know, yes. certain things like that. There are certain things that they will never understand, never know. Hell, they don't even teach kids how to fill out a check and all this other stuff right. now. Like, certain little things that we used to be like, oh, that's... And they never taught us about credit. It's like there's so many things that we didn't learn that we had to, you know, learn on our own. And that's unfortunate. But I feel like that's with you know pretty much anything with any with every generation is something like that that happens like they have to you know the one behind them they had to learn this x y and z and that's why mama you know always taught us like you know like she said if it's something that I I did that you ain't like when you had your kids you you know you do differently and honestly it's nothing that I would change no I I think I think that's it I think that was it yeah. Like the more like I, you asked me back then, I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, this nigga's mean, right? You know, we can't do shit, we can't have shit, can't look at shit. You know, mama, <laughs> I mean, you could be on the phone. Don't let her pick that phone up mm. on that phone. Like my mama, wherever she just embarrassed you, wherever something occurred is where you will be punished. <laughs> and she did it in church too. Like she, she it wasn't even so much as like just checking us. She, she checked, checked everybody. Everybody, everybody got checked. Cool, yeah. yeah. You had that right, like man, because cause the thing is, we're a family. Yeah. Like, and we gotta look out for each other. Yeah. If I see you cutting up, 
or if you see mine's cutting up and I ain't third, get me, get I don't back want in you line. to snatch my kid up. Yep. And you tell me that I'm going to snatch him up. Right. No, you can't. Because motherfuckers... Yeah. There's a such thing as fear back then. That kids are not scared. They don't scare. Yeah. Fuck that. I, I'm still scared of Jack. It's like that's why I like it's that's why I always say it's hard to raise your parents because it's like you can't cuss out. No. You can't hit her. So all you gotta do is just bark, please. Come on. Could you for me, could you just try, like, for me, just give it a shot. And then like I mean, she's not she's not as bad <laughs> as you know, as Granny was when she was sick, but you know, time times marching over but you know hey we gonna we gonna keep hope alive that it's you know kind of stays the the course and i think it will i think it will because she 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 loves us and she respects us as adults now like it was she had a certain respect for us as you know as kids too because she was never like you know super abusive like openly like punching us and you know she never verbally that that she she never verbally abused us and uh, I remember, like, I think it was perfect. So, like, when that Kurt Franklin shit happened, and I'm not going to go in-depth with that because, you know, fuck all that. But, I, they, you know, it, it created a, a weird conversation on social media where people started really exposing their parents without them realizing it. Because they was like, y'all never been cussed out by your parents? No. No. I, I No. No. My mama, has she cussed at us? Yes. If we're in trouble, yeah, I'm cussing at you. You little motherfucking shit. Yeah, I'm mad. You you fucked up. It was... It wasn't no shit like you fucking bitch. Du- yeah, you dumbass. Stupid ass whore. Right. Why you dress like a slut? Yeah, I can't believe that you dressing like whores and stuff. Like, she never talked to us like that. So that's why I was like, no. I No, she never... My mama's never called me a bitch. Never. She's not playing... Not none of that shit. Not mad. She hasn't done she because she doesn't play that shit. That's not who she is. And so I was like, that I'm sorry that excuse me. I'm sorry I had to deal with that. I'm sorry you had to deal with a parent just on the wake up cussing you out or you know saying something that hurt your feelings that you hold with you to this day, but you don't realize it. And so much to the point where you do it with your kids now. Now you just carried it forward because instead of realizing that was an issue when it was happening, you just was like, oh, I'm just going to do it with my kids. Like, I've heard people joke and be like, yeah, I can't wait to cuss my kids out. What? No, I'm not talking to my kids like that. That's that's verbal abuse. That fucks with you. That that sticks with you. That gives you, like, how you move out in the world, how you move in relationships with other people. Like, if you heard, if we grew up and we heard David, you know, being, you know, talking crazy to mama, then maybe that would have been something that me and Keisha would have been attracted to. I don't like the nigga unless he don't, you know what I'm saying, call me a bitch every once in a while because that's what, that's what my mama did. Yeah, and that, and that just wasn't the case. And I'm, I tell, like I said, I tell her every day, like, I'm forever grateful for the example that you set, like you showed what you was gonna put up with, what you was not gonna put up with, what was acceptable as a mother of three kids. Like she knew that she was setting an example. She knew we was watching. So she could have, you know, gave into the whole, I'm I'm gonna marry him because we've been together for for forever and X, Y, and Z. Like, no, I'm still not doing it because that's just not right. And that's why she's, you know, the way that she is and it's a blessing it's it's truly a blessing and i would i wouldn't change 
too much anything. I was gonna ask any regrets, but I don't think I have any regrets. No, I don't think I have any. Yeah, I don't think I have any. I used to. Yeah. yeah. But not anymore. I wouldn't even say regrets. Just some wishes. Yeah. So it's some wishes. Yeah. Just wishes and thoughts because when you know what I'm saying, with wishes and thoughts, it's like it gives you that what could have been, what would have been, that what if mom and dad stayed together, yeah, and they was all in unit together. What, mm. You know what I'm saying? It's just, mm-hmm. but there's no regrets from it because now that we are of age and we are able to understand how life goes and how it, how is 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 who. It is attributed to who we are today. Yep. If these things did not happen, we would not be the people who we are today. So I wouldn't. I don't have no regrets about any of it. I wouldn't change any of it. It, 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 it was all in God's plan, and it all yep. worked out. And now, you know what I'm saying, we have stories and a better understanding of life and relationships and people and situations and circumstances that we can relate it to other people in the, that we come across in life. Yep. And you know what I'm saying with all that, we can actually use these things to help people understand. Because I, the way that we think, our train of thought, you know, it's not, it's not to drive big us up or nothing, but it's just our train of thought. A lot of people do don't have, have, yeah, they they do not have. No. We can be so even keel and look at everything from every direction and break it down. Yeah, just be understanding. Yeah, you know what I'm saying you ain't gotta. You ain't gotta like it, but just understand. You get it. I get just, it. Just, just understand. If you can comprehend and take the time to comprehend something, you just don't know what doors you are opening yeah, up for you yourself. Yeah, when self. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. mindfulness. I don't even think we realized that's what we were doing. Yeah. You know. Yeah. A lot of times, there, there are certain times where you do need to be selfish. Yep. But yeah. it's not a major percent of the time that you need to be selfish. You know, and I feel like people kind of mix those two things up, and because of that, it gets in the way of a lot of things and the way that they move, and then they wonder why their outcomes are the way that they are. So it just takes you know time to really make sure that you are checking yourself in that aspect, and then it's like, what am I? Showing other people what, how am I making other people feel? What right. am I doing? Yeah. The yeah. accountability of oneself, right? Because you ain't always right, right? And that's one thing that that that's what they've taught us too. Yeah, that you ain't you gonna be wrong sometimes. You know? it, it don't work for everything's not gonna work for everybody, right? You gonna be wrong. You gonna fuck up. Right. That's where you gotta remove yourself so you can hear it and feel it, people. Pray on it. Try yep. not to make the same mistake again. Yep. But guess what? You're going to make the same mistake. Exactly. Yeah. Because you're human. Because you're human, damn it. <laughs> and you're prone to fucking mistakes. That That's just what the fuck it is. I appreciate you guys so much, as always. See. Oh, God. And she's back. Thanks for having us. Of course. Much needed. Yeah. It's something that we haven't never really done. Nah. It's nice to hear sometimes. We know how we feel about each yeah. other, yeah. but it's nice to hear yeah. and to reciprocate it to people that you love because today's all we have. That's it. So 
we have to give each other our flowers today while we have the opportunity to let each other know that we love each other, we thank God that we are in each other's lives and that we have been able to walk through this together and hold each other up through rain, sleet, hell, or snow. No matter what. how you sew that one up <laughs> i ain't even about to ask for no social these niggas introverts they don't want no new followers <laughs> uh, for me and my brother um how can i say this uh, it's none of your fucking <laughs> don't worry about it if uh, if you need to know you, you already you, know you, <laughs> you already know on social media i'm on xbox <laughs> <laughs> who won't catch this fate hey my nigga i think i'm gonna be on xbox because i'm tired <laughs> You know, of everybody, but yeah. I was no social media. I don't have a, I don't have the time, the mind frame to even bring stuff like that in. Because when you do, you just opening the door for devils and demons and shit. Just don't care for none of it. So go back to my hole. (laughs) (laughs) Go Go back back to my my hole. Back in the shell. And I'm a lurk. Keisha's a lurker. That's what I'm gonna say about it. We're going to get to the bottom of it. Social media is for shopping purposes for me. Right. I don't care trying about these bags. And, and because I don't care about what you're doing, guess what? I don't tell you what I'm doing because you don't care either. <laughs> if you don't give it a works. damn, we don't give a fuck. Hey. Yeah, I'm silly. Yeah, I, I already knew. I was like, I'm, yeah. I'm yeah, that's, that's Erica's lane. Now, now, don't get, do not get it twisted, cause boy, do I want to get the fuck out of here. But they told me that, you know, if I'm gonna be a DJ, if I'm gonna have a podcast, then I gotta have some kind of social media presence. So I'm basically being held here with a gun to my throat. That's basically what it is. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so. and that's how people schedule appointments and stuff. So I have to keep it for that. I will. I will say that. Yeah, cause she, she you know, she hooks the hair up. That's why my red always be so popping and vibrant when you see me out. That's sus right there, keeping me lace. And you know, people be like, you know, is there any plan on changing your hair color anytime soon, or are you gonna go back to your, you know, natural hair color? I'm like, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't see the reason why right now. I think it just kind of fits me. It's kind of me. It's just who I am. It's kind of like who I've adapted to be. So um, make sure y'all follow me everywhere. Thug Jolena Jolie, um, Twitter, Instagram. Um, don't nobody be on Snapchat no more. No, it's dead. It's dead. But them filters is popping. Right. <laughs> Go take your pictures on Go there. take your pictures on them and bring them over to your Insta story. <laughs> Duh. So you can get the views. That's the point. I hate Facebook. Um, I want to take it and throw it into the deepest part of the Ohio River. Um, that might have, that might come, that might be one thing I get the fuck up out of. Like, I'm tired. You know, it's it's been, what, 12 fucking years of the same shit. And then, like, I'm getting older, so that means my tolerance is you know getting real 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 thin it's where i'm like i don't want to see none of this shit 
So I just I post my um my soundtrack to the session links, throw that on there, let my uh you know people on there fuck with it. Maybe I get like a page just for that and yeah. get get rid of it. Yeah, yeah. I just come then I just put all the links on the motherfuckers and shit like that. Yeah, we we working on something. Um, yeah. So yeah, this was fun. I appreciate you guys. I love you guys so much. And uh, yeah. R.I.P. Dmx man. Damn it! Damn it! Dmx. Uh, Dark man X. Man. Dark man X. Yeah, Tony definitely put me on him too. So. Definitely, rest in peace, DMX. Nothing to do with this segment, but no, not at all. But nigga, I cried. Yeah, I cried. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. Now, one thing I want to touch on before I get out of here, and it'll probably come up on another episode. Timbaland has a weird obsession with Aaliyah. It's sick, cause everything reminds him of her, and she's been gone for twenty years. He said in an interview, his wife reminds him of her. He said that Tink reminded him of Aaliyah. And when DMX died, he said, it feels like Aaliyah. It's weird. I'm just saying, just, it's a little, it's a little, it's a little weird. 20, okay, let me just get the fuck up out. I'm gone, y'all. Y'all, y'all have a good evening. All right, bye. Need appliances? Don't wait for Black Friday. Get to Bray Friday. Going on now at Bray and Scarf. Make your one-on-one VIP appointment for huge appliance savings in-store and online. Get doorbuster deals like a GE 27 cubic foot stainless steel French door refrigerator with fingerprint resistant finish for just $15.99. Save $700. Don't miss the Bray Friday savings. Shop local at Bray and Scarf, where it doesn't cost more to get more.